Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where we're going to talk about fandoms. Fandoms! Yep. You hear Star Wars so much, we're going to talk about something else. That's right. Anything so no Star Wars. No Star Wars. Star Wars. We all know Star Wars is your favorite fandom, and there's nothing else that could ever take place of that. Yep. So we're going to talk about everything after that. Yes, we are. But not Star Trek, because if that's anyone's favorite fandom, you're listening to um, Star show. Trek, yeah! No, Dan! No. No, I'm not a Trekkie. <laughs> I am far from being a Trekkie. My parents like, are. Hey, yeah, I know. Hey, it's like Jared's hey, mom is too. I would love to have a phaser. I'm not going to lie. Type 2 phaser or like a, the, the what is that? The the Viper head phaser? I would love to have yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know problem. what that is because I've never watched Star Trek stuff. Um, so. That is for shame on you. Watch what? First Contact. I it's amazing. No, it's not. It's awesome. Oh, yes, no. it is. The lightsaber? No. Okay, no, we're not talking about Star Wars. But, no, so have you seen yeah, Fanboys? Exactly. exactly. When yeah. they're in the giant shop and he has the phaser and he's like, do you have this for Star Trek? He's like, no, nah, we don't sell Trekkie crap here. He's like, why do you have the phaser? He's like, so we can sniff out Trekkie just like yourself. <laughs> Get off my land! Like, it's just yep. funny. That's the only time I've ever seen a phaser in my life, so I don't know. Is it a gun, it a I guess? That, like, Give it a chance. Does it beam people? You cannot be a nerd unless you've seen Star no, Trek. You can't no. be a geek. You can't it do it. So you, can't do it. you need to at least know about so the geek culture stupid. to be in Embraced by the geek culture. I will admit, I like the new movies. I did watch the. First I have seen one. Star Trek. I have seen the movies. I am not a fan of the old Star Trek stuff. Really, you're not a fan People of the original Star Trek, where it takes like 12 minutes to cycle or, or to circle around the ship as you're showing every single possible angle. Uh, I was like, you're I not thought a fan of that? Star Trek fans hated the first one. The second one yeah. is what you're supposed to go see because you got the little ear crawlers into. Something. Uh, Con! Yeah. I don't know. I would watch that. <laughs> that is cinematic history. Uh. Okay, so that one is probably the only one out of all the older ones that I can watch. The first one, the mo- Star Trek, the motion picture, weird. Completely no weird. No Undiscovered Country? No. Uh. No. I don't even know what that No is. Search for Spock. No First Contact. Voyage First home. Contact. Generations. No. Nothing. No, I don't know you. Yeah, I that's thought okay. I, did. Right. I, 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 I just not a Star Trek oh. fan. I, I really am not, and it was never, it's never spoke to me. It's never latched onto me, and that's okay. The people that love it, awesome, really awesome. I, I, and that's a great thing about having all these different fandoms is we don't all have to like the same thing. You can like it except and for love Star Wars. It. <laughs> just kidding. You know, people don't have people like that don't like Star Wars. It's great. I'm okay with that. Weirdos. I mean, I am. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. They are Bill entitled to their own opinion. Cool. Even what are you even talking wrong. about? Yeah, I mean, but it's the, the coolest invention in any. <laughs> but the, I mean, the thing is, is 
because there's so many things out there, we have people that love Lord of the Rings. I mean, so much so that they know all the history and the lore and all the stuff they from the Cimmerian. Elvish. They can speak Elvish and Dwarven and I all this know other stuff. I did like that. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm not a big fan of Lord of the Rings as I thought. Aaron, like Aaron, the, the, you know, would come on the show. Huge Lord of the Rings fan. I mean, he can recite stuff like crazy. But nothing compared to my friend Paul. My friend Paul, he just knows lore and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, I thought like I, a bunch of books, or I, like, where does that even come from? Like, well, there's, I read. Well, there's okay. So there's. I read well, the Lord of the Rings books yeah. and saw the three movies. What did you read? The Cimmerillion. Yes. Nope. So the Cimmerillion is a bunch of other stories. It's like the history book. Which, which, hmm. looking at the. So the three Hobbit movies, he was able to extend that because he incorporated stuff from the Silmarillion, which connects the Hobbit to the Lord of the Rings main story. But the Silmarillion also goes back into into the past and the history of the planet. Like Shelob, the giant spider, it goes into detail about her, and she's actually a demon. Um, That's cool. It Not goes to in, that he wrote Elvish. Like he wrote yeah. an entire language just for the sake of the book. And Warven. That's dedication. I mean, and then you also... Uh, there's also the history of the wizards and how they're not human or elves. Like they're their own branch, uh, their own race, and where the gods come from. You know, Sauron uh, and Sauron are they're part of this, and it, so it's really interesting. Beyond that, there's ton, there's thousands and thousands of notes that Tolkien never published that his son went back. And publish them and revise well, them. So there is a lot in Tolkien history, but you know, I didn't. I don't have the time to go through all that. And on top of that, Tolkien, Tolkien is Tolkien difficult. Tobin I mean, is Ghostbusters. No, Tolkien. Yeah. Tolkien. Yeah. Yes, my my lips are a little still numb, <laughs> so I may have sounded like Sorry. Tobin. Um, Tobin Bell. That's Jigsaw, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, but it's that's a good cat name. He right is Tobin Bell. He really opened the door for fantasy, for for literature, fantasy literature, and that. But he's so hard to read. Uh, oh, I know. He Even really reading read. those books at times, I was all like, "This I mean, is so much." But <laughs> I can read through the Hobbit. It's probably the easiest read. But when you go and read like the Cimmerillion and you know the Lord of the Rings, there are some times when it's like, "Oh my gosh, I want to pound my head against the wall because like." Makes get you yearn for Les Mis. Is that what you're saying? This, yeah. I mean, let's get on with the story. I mean, on with the sewers. I, Two Towers was the first audio book I ever got because I couldn't read it myself. I'm like, this is just too much. So I went, got it on CD and listened to it on yeah. CD at night. I tried that. I fell asleep. No. Sad. I need the book so I can say, and next yeah. page. Nope. Still talking about that. Well, oh, I mean, nope. mm-hmm. and, well, and this is the thing is he, 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 you know, he wanders and yeah. he talks. I mean, it's like. I can't remember the name of the dragon, but there's this dragon that is literally taller than the mountains. I mean, let's go to, like, the sea level, Denver, Colorado, looking up at the mountains all the way to the peaks, all the way up to where we're at here in in Salt Lake. And that's how massive this dragon is. I mean, really huge. And he goes on about everything this dragon did and blah, 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 blah. And this dragon's going to fight this big army and... How devastating this creature is. And you have this huge buildup. And this is one of Tolkien's things that I've noticed. Were you, you talking about the Hobbit book? No, this is in the oh. Silmarillion. This okay. is in one of those other st- stories. 
And then this dragon, this mighty dragon, this beast that's described so vastly, dies in less than a paragraph. Sad. Sounds exciting. I mean, and that's what we see. That's a lot of it. It's like, okay, The Hobbit. We have all this build-up to this big event. We have all these ar- these armies coming in. Bilbo trips, hits its head. It's over. We missed the entire you know how battle. expensive that would have been, Daniel? <laughs> Oh, you know, at the same time, I do, I do realize movie. The Hobbit was a children's story, and it was from Bilbo's perspective. But it's like, at least the movie gave us that. But at the same time, it's like, this happens a lot, where there's all this detail, and then suddenly nothing, or it's really short and stuff like that with him. Um, but those people that love him, I mean, they can quote it. I mean, it's like people that love Jules Verne. I mean, the Vernians, I mean, they, they see things that are, it's like, oh, man, there's this and this that connect. And, um, well, because Vern was really like the first steampunk writer, right? That's where a lot yeah, of Yeah, I mean, it, it would be considered very early steampunk. I mean, at the time, it wasn't really, but it, a lot of it can be seen that way, especially with like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea and stuff like that. Um, but those are fantastic stories, too. Um, oh, yeah. For Christmas, I got a hard-bound leather book. I did too! With it, and it was amazing. Costco, right? Yep. Yep. I'm sure it came from Costco. Oh. get one. But, but the thing I, I love about the book is it has that old traditional, like, little ribbon yeah, that you can put in as your book the ribbon. Um, I'm a book nerd. That's yeah, I'm clearly. A, oh, oh, yeah. I can't oh, put oh, that I, in my little audio book. I got, like, an original edition of Jurassic Park, like the hardback release mm-hmm. for me to read. And the feel Jurassic of those pages. Oh. Yeah, I, I love I love books in my hand. I, I love audio books, too. They've gotten really good. I mean, I, I got my first audio book uh, in junior high, and it was, you know, cassette tapes. And I had at least nine of them just to get through one book. It was, like, only 250 pages, but... It was rough. I mean, it really was. Yeah. And even then, it was Peter McNichol, the guy that played the wily, crazy uh, art director in Ghostbusters 2. Love him. Yeah, and he was in Dragon Slayer. He did a great job, but it was still really hard to do. But now, they do such a great job with production and oh, yeah. with their audiobooks that, that it's so much easier to listen to now. Um, but there's still, you know, if I had a choice between sitting down with a book, listening to the audiobook, or reading it on an iPad or a tablet, I'd go for the hardback book. The reason I go for the audiobook is just for convenience. I don't have the time anymore like I used to to sit down and read like I used to. My wife and I are trying to do that on Sundays. Hey, can we switch uh, to another fandom? Yeah, let's do that. Jurassic Park. Okay. Such an amazing fandom. An incredible book. Uh, incredible two books. Uh an incredible which movie. Which has somehow become four movies. One or two of which that are amazing. Mm-hmm. Why do you got to hate on the third movie? I love that movie. Why does everyone hate on that? Because when they're they on the beach. Back when they're the on people. the beach, like I'm like, okay, things are finally going to start pick up and roll credits. The <laughs> river! That's the greatest line in a movie ever because how is she supposed to know what that means yet the whole military <laughs> shows up on the beach? So here's uh, my problem with the third one. First and second one, we had a mixture like of this. CG. We like this fandom. Like yeah. Let's pick it apart. Well, no. Great dinosaurs, you, just, you, had, like... you had a mixture of CG and practical effects. The third one, oh my gosh. I want, every time I watch it, I can clearly see the dinosaur isn't there. 
It is blatantly obvious. I feel like you're trying to pick apart movies sometimes. So it's like, just yeah. enjoy the beautiful. And William H. Macy just could not say that movie. Oh, man. Oh, it, Kirby Paint Town. I really... It had potential. It had a great potential. And I, I just, loved... I love the pterodactyl. I love, like, everything in those movies because... Dinosaurs to me, well, that was my favorite thing as a like very tiny child. Oh yeah, my mom bought me dinosaurs like I love crazy. Dinosaurs. Yep. Which is weird because you think if you watch those movies as a child, it'd probably scare you, right? Oh no, 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 no. Because no. you're fascinated no. with seeing the dinosaurs. But they're killing. That doesn't matter. Everybody. You know, but, but, <laughs> but when you got the, the toys, thing. you could put them back in their cages, and then they're safe and beautiful. But that's the thing with dinosaurs. You know that they were killing machines, and even if they were so seeing them it, with like how raptors like with all that stuff, it was just so fascinating to Daniel, me. Daniel, that's very small minded of you to. Say. Say not all dinosaurs are monsters. All of them are monsters. <laughs> they're all no, monsters. These ones are all monsters because they're genetic hybrids. They're not. That's true why dinosaurs. they're called dinosaurs. Terrible There's lizards. Two islands with dinosaurs on them. There were so many great. That's lines the whole in the point third of the third one. That's the whole point of the third one. Is that they never made that's and even in the books they cover this. They never actually made dinosaurs. They made yeah. monsters. They made hybrid monsters yes. with frogs. And they are monsters yeah. in the movies. But real dinosaurs, real dinosaurs are not necessarily And now scientists are trying machines. to do that now. So did we not learn anything from Jurassic Park? Apparently not. Because we're trying to replicate good escape measures. When we're talking to get out about of there. the fandomness of Jurassic Park, though, we're talking about like dinosaurs, right? We now, are. We're not talking about we like really we care about the two kids. We all love Jeff Goldblum. I get it. But, like, but it's a sci-fi history of it. It's it's actually going into how John Hammond uh, made first a small cloned elephant. Or he didn't even make a cloned elephant. He made he propo- he had like this miniature elephant that he actually would show to investors and say, look, we cloned an elephant. We can control it. And it was actually just a pygmy elephant, which was horrible. Yeah. But it was just oh, – there's so much backstory to these uh, – to this amazing, now, amazing movie and story. If you read the book, you, you get all that. But you missed that in the movie. Oh, of course. Which which is unfor- unfortunate. Um, as a fandom, yeah, it's fantastic. We all love dinosaurs. I mean... And still, to me, the best dinosaur telling story today. Like, I didn't mind the movie, what was it, Dinosaur? Was that all it was called? Dinosaur? Was that the talking dinosaurs? Yeah. I was, liked some dinosaurs in that movie. Or Land like, Before Time. Weird. Land Before Time was cute, but it was an animated dinosaur film for kids. But as far as seeing actual dinosaurs, yeah, this it was is, this is great. This is like the pinnacle. And I would this still is, rather go watch except it. Except for Velociraptors are not that big, but that's okay. Utah Raptors were. Utah Raptors. Yeah, were, Utah. Yes. But Velociraptors I, were a little bit bigger than. Chicken. Oh, but it bothered me when they gave them feathers. Ah, uh, we're mimicking reality. No, give me the artificial lizard uh, that I fell in love with in the first film. But that's I, the thing that I still love most about I don't Jurassic think they had World. Feathers, but yeah. Was that the new one? Yeah. Okay. Was when you find out that they had mixed the raptor DNA with the Indominus Rex and they like turn around and look at you like, oh, it's part raptor. We're all screwed. Yeah. That was like the greatest thing I'd seen. I'm and like, you knew it was so coming. Cool. You knew yeah. it was coming. But even though it was still, oh, it was I was like, so I love that movie. I, just, I cried. When I, I cried. watch those movies, I'm just so enthralled with dinosaurs because I'm like, they'd be terrifying if they were real, I guess. Yeah. I'm glad we don't live in that world. But that's so cool to see dinosaurs, hopefully. Well, and the cool thing about with Jurassic World is they let you immediately know, yeah, we're messing with dinosaurs. Yeah. We're, we're changing because we got to keep up with the times and have the coolest, scariest thing. So at that point, they could have thrown anything at you and you, it would have been believable because we already know they're genetically changing them. In the first ones, we didn't really know that. They just, oh, it's frog DNA and then oh nature finds a way and Boom. oops 
No, great, great fandom. Um, Another one that comes to mind, which is a vast love for Scott, which is Ghostbusters. Has to be Ghostbusters. Um, Which, which we didn't really get a lot of movies of. We got only two movies. We got two. We got a cartoon series. Two cartoon series. Yeah, that's right. Three movies. Actually, really good. No, two, two, two. We've got two Ghostbuster movies. And one alternate dimension reboot called Ghostbusters. Thing weird called thing. Ghostbusters, which, which it was, it was. I know we have it mixed, ju- mixed no, no, opinions. no. See, I've uh, who who Paul Feig just made a deal with the devil, which opened up a dimensional rift. He went to Earth four, got the original Ghostbuster movie that was made there, returned here, and then put it on display for us. So. That's that's a horrible thing to say. That's just a horrible, <laughs> horrible thing to say. No, um, it, it 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 got mixed. I mean, it definitely got mixed results. It was not Ghostbusters to me. No, no definitely the, the original. Because classic. I feel like if I was so obsessed with a fandom and then it came out like, I don't know, I'd fight it to the death anyway. There's probably going to be some <laughs> oh. crappy Star Wars movie that comes out eventually. I'm still defending it. It's Star Wars. No, no, it's. I, I'm glad that there's no, new Ghostbusters. I'm glad crap, that there's new crap. merchandise. But at the same, and I'm glad that there's a new generation of, of children, not just children, uh, girls specifically, that can actually see these heroines, see these heroes, and actually grow up with them. And that I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see that in the future. Excited to see the new generation come up of boys. And Are they girls. really heroes? Yes. That's what, I kind of wish I'd seen the new movie now, so I could actually fake talk about it. Because it's just like I <laughs> love the old Ghostbusters movies, but I go back and watch them, and I'm like, all right, that is definitely an older time when these movies came out. Well, okay. But it still holds up so very well. Here's, yeah. here's my problem. Ghostbusters, okay? In the movie, the, the two movies, they fire the proton beams, wrangle the ghost, get them into a trap. When did they do that in this new one? They Once. were like, once. once. They do it once. And then they go into this giant battle, and they're just like hitting them with the beams, and the ghosts are disappearing, and they're doing this weird... The ending scene of Pickles? It's, it's like almost yeah. watching this yeah. really bad, bad... Uh, that, that was... Kung our, Pao. It's like watching Kung Pao Ninja Free. That's based on, on a writer who did not understand the basic basic idea of Ghostbusters. Yeah. Zap and trap. That uh, uh, Spiritual essence cannot be destroyed. Uh, matter cannot be created. It can only be... Change. Contained, yeah, and, and and so that's that's what I that's that is one of the big regrets about the film. But like I said, we still got two amazing cartoon series. Yeah, well, okay, one amazing cartoon series, one very very fun and very uh, okay. I'm just gonna say amazing. I still loved Extreme Ghostbusters. Some people so. don't. I loved it. Um, it was darker. It missed the intro theme of Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. But if it would have had that, it would have been right up there with the real Ghostbusters. Which one's the one that had the weird football player that when he bent over it was a giant mouth? That was a toy. I know. He was never in the TV show. Never in the TV. Never in the TV. I had that toy. That's weird. I had. Oh, I had those Ghostbusters in that toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then thus we see the big Batman versus Robin or whatever the Batman Robin movie. How they made the movie just to make toys, and that bugged me about the toys. That not all the toys showed up in the TV show, but I loved it. I love the fandom. I love the the entire theology behind it about how it's science versus the gods of the past mm-hmm. and about how we don't need some kind of ancient device to be able to fight uh, supernatural entities. We can fight them with science. And well, it that, was just fun. I mean, that and was, it was a comedy. It was just Yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was funny. Um, but you did have that twist in there where you had science and religion kind of butting heads. Twinkies. Um, Twinkies. Yep, yep. But it was fun. It was enjoyable. Even though there was science being thrown at me, 
I still remember, I mean, getting excited and being right there like, oh, crap, this giant marshmallow guy and wanting to zap it. It was supposed to be, yeah, it was supposed to be a comedy, but it turned into this weird comedy action yeah. horror adventure, yeah. which was... Because when I watched it, obviously, I was like way young kid when I saw mm-hmm. the first one. And so to me, too, I was thinking I was watching it more just because I thought it was funny. I thought it was entertaining. I'm like, oh, cool, ghosts. And these guys are Ghostbusters, so that was sweet. But I always <laughs> laugh because that's what – so Jared, obviously, we know, is kind of a fake film buff. Now he is. But it was like – it was just six years ago, and I was like, I want to go watch Ghostbusters. He's like, I've never seen it. And I'm like, what? what? Oh. How have you never seen Ghostbusters? He's like, I don't know, it just never intrigued me. And so I went and bought him, like, the two Blu-ray pack thing, like, mm-hmm. immediately when we went and watched him. He's like, these are hilarious. Like, I don't know why I've never seen them. Like, because, I, I don't know, your parents never showed you, I guess, or something. Yeah. But So that's, that's always one of my fondest memories, Ghostbusters, is because I could share it with someone, yeah. and they enjoyed it, too. Well, I, so, I, yeah. I remember being a kid. We went to a Ghostbuster-themed birthday party, and... When we were leaving, we had to leave the same way they do on the cartoon where they're snapping their fingers and pointing out the <laughs> side and the leg out. It was just – it was – that was fun. It was great. So, And that song is probably one of the most memorable, I feel like, I played every Halloween. He wrote it songs like over anywhere. like two days. Like, every wrote one Halloween, I have it. to play that wrote song. wrote a new one and it just like took yeah. off. Yeah. That's just oh. – every, every Halloween. Parker. I couldn't yeah. do it. Um, Oh, if we're going to talk about that, should we talk about Ninja Turtles? Anybody? Ninja Anybody? Turtles. So many reincarnations. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm watching the new one. It's on Nickelodeon. It just finally came out on, mm-hmm. on Hulu. You can actually watch seasons one through three. Yeah. Wait, is this the one that came out with the movie, like the 2007 to 2010 ones? No, no. This is the new one, which is more like they're all more like between 12 and 14 years old. I feel like that's what the movie was too, right? Really? Maybe we'll look it up. The yeah. movie that came out in 2007, that was the yeah, animated one. Oh, TNT. Yeah. 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 No, no, they no. They had a series based off of that. That was another Turtles cartoon. That was another Turtles cartoon. So mm-hmm. I haven't watched the new one then. There was even before it where they kept saying, you know, what the shell? You yeah. know, like it was, it was that, that <laughs> kind of that Then, there, then there was the next mutation where they introduced the, the girl Ninja Turtle. That's and, right. Wow. Okay, so there has been a lot so of Ninja Turtles. Possibly stuff. the worst iteration. And before that, there was the 80s cartoon Ninja Turtles <laughs> and the original movies, not to mention the new reboot. Well, then, there, and the cartoon, then the, there was the other cartoon where they actually introduced the 80s one and then like. The oh, old yeah. black and white one. Turtles, like, what is that? Like, and they go across the universe. Yeah. And the 80s guys meet up with the turtles. Yeah, from I can't remember what it is. Not this recent incarnation, but the one before that. Then See, they had the black and white ones, like, from the original first run of the comic mm. book. Wait, maybe I've never seen that. I was like, but essentially, I've loved almost every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, yeah. thing. I, I have Michelangelo I like tattooed forever. on my leg. He is my favorite turtle and one of my favorite things of all time. Ladies and gentlemen, I have no room to talk anymore. <laughs> McKay will now do the remainder of the show. I know. It, it was just always one of those things, and I connect with Mikey. Mikey Ninja Turtles was play. fantastic because you had four brothers, and somehow you found a character out of those four that, that you, you connected can, with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or Whether, multiple. Yeah, or, 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 or more than one. But you were guaranteed one of them you somehow related to. Yeah, see, um, here's some screenshots. I'm just showing I think it was here Turtles quick. Across so Time. This is, it, it's Turtles Forever. Forever. Okay. Uh, and so here's the 80s Turtles with, like, the the new, like, awesome. uh, yeah. early 2000s Turtles. Yeah, and, and then, then there's also the, the black, black and white ones. Yeah. That's crazy. That's funny. It's no, were, that's what I've watched, I think, they were like from four their first, series. like, year or two of drawing them. It, it, it was actually even pretty tails. interesting. They have tails in mm-hmm. these ones, which yeah. I just love that they that's actually went back to the Eastman stuff. Yeah. 
Oh. Um, but, but yeah, no, I agree with what you're saying. Because you can connect to whether it be Mikey, the funny one, Leonardo, kind of the leader, mm-hmm. uh, Donatello, the smart brainiac, or Raphael, or Raphael, the, the bad a strong one. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I wouldn't even say Leo <laughs> the leader. I would say Leo, the person who's trying to make a difference but doesn't know how. He yeah. feels inadequate, but yeah. he has and to he was probably the most that. caring. He yeah. was always trying to keep all the brothers that's together. True. I feel like Mikey was so the kid. He, so. Yeah. Well, no, I mean that's the thing is you always saw something in one of the characters. You know, like Leonardo, he was the leader. He always put on the strong front, but at the same time, he was <laughs> super caring on the back end. He cared about all of his brothers, and he was trying to be the the glue that held them all together. But at the same time, he was full of self doubt. Mm-hmm. Um. Raph the loner. Raph, yeah. But he still loved his brother. He uh, did. That's one thing. All of them had the brotherly love. They like, did. They did. Um, you know, and then Donatello was the brains. Um, so it was It was a great series. Definitely one that really has stood the test of time. But at the same time, it's probably had more reboots than Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Um, it really has. And we ignore Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. I never really Thank you. What is wrong I with that one? No, I don't. Hey, what's my, wrong with Jurassic Park 3, right? My, <laughs> I'm just saying. My buddy Ra- I, Matt Hill was in the Raphael suit. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And he's know, the guy that does the voice for, for kind of dumb story. Ed from Ed, Ed and Eddie. Oh. <laughs> and nice. he, yeah, he's a, big, he's a pretty big voice actor. But, That's cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's always the one that I'm like, oh, I can skip that one. <laughs> well, you can't. <laughs> Turtles 2 was – Turtles 1 was incredible. Yeah. Turtles 2 was so amazing beyond its time. Amazing script, amazing story, great. I just wish Token and Razor would have been Bebop and Rock City, yeah, but, you know, that's – Yeah, and then you got the Ninja Rap, too. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The other that, song he had oh. was popular. <laughs> yeah. But then Turtles 3 came up and, and – Splinter is this weird puppet type thing. Like you don't even see him from waist down. He's like hanging out, and you're just like, yeah. yeah. like t- I don't know. Yeah, that one was definitely. The- but I still watch it at times. But at the same time, I, the first time. two Ninja Turtles, you know, Splinter is voiced by the same guy that is the voice for Elmo. So that's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did change of quite a few of the actors during those movies, and I never really noticed. But if you go back and watch, even April O'Neil, I'm pretty sure yeah. changed to yeah. the yeah. first two. Yep. Yeah. And I was all like, I never noticed that as a kid, but now I'm like, yep, they're clearly different people. So yeah, I don't know. So now we have Megan Fox. So yeah. oh, who was a lot better in the second one than she the first? Was a lot better. I was I always defending the lines. first one just because I'm a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, but I understand it was I will, super flawed. The second one, I feel like they fixed a ton of stuff. They did. And second one, that was I made feel for fans. that was made yeah. For fans. I feel like the second one is a much better Ninja Turtle movie. The first one was horrible, in my opinion. I'm sorry, Sh- Shredder. Come on, the weird <laughs> flying swords that would fly out and come back. What the heck is yeah, that? It was like already a super shredder type thing, yeah. but yeah. And they changed him. He wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, and then they got rid of the that. second one. Dude. Yeah. Um. Um. So hopefully, there's a third one. There's still been. I don't know if it's officially gotten the third sequel or yeah. not. But and it's Michael Bay. I'm betting we're going to see a third. Yeah, Michael Bay Transformers. <laughs> He's going to hey! ride those. Speaking of that, Transformers is another cool thing. Yeah, oh, wow, we can move into Transformers now. <laughs> How do we not touch Transformers? So Transformers, another '80s cartoon. Um, amazing. Awesome. Now, now, here's a question. Are all the Transformers still leaked? Like, I know there was Beast Wars and then there was Transformers. Were those two, like the cartoon series and Beast Wars, those were linked? They were. So there is an episode in Beast Wars where they go in and you actually see, like, they go into the Ark. You actually see Optimus Prime laying down and all them. And at one point, uh, right. Optimus Primal that. takes Prime's spark because it's dying uh, to repair his body or something like that. So that's how they connected it. 
But it, Optimus Primal was not Optimus Prime. Correct. Everyone wondered that because the villain was Megatron, but he actually was just a villain that took on his name. And then there was this weird thing where they were coming from the future into the past. It started falling apart for certain. After Generation 1 kind of dwindled away um, at the end of Season 4, Transformers still lived on in Japan for years. Um, you had the Headmaster series on there, Super Force and stuff like that. So if you look at Japanese Transformers, they go really crazy. And that's where the Saber, uh, the Star Saber came from, is from there. And Optimus Prime is Convoy, and there's a lot of weird stuff going on. But we got, I mean, we got Transformers Armada, we got Transformers Energon, uh, Transformers Animated Series and stuff like that. Now we have Transformers Prime. So, the, Transformer, the Transformers animated series, was there one that came out in like 2000? Yeah, that was animated. Okay. Yeah, so, and that's where Optimus was a fire truck. Okay, so that's the first one I think I ever saw. Yeah. I think McDonald's had a ton of toys yeah, come out with that, did, and yeah. I still have those. Um, so that was my first introduction and to Transformers. And that had like the little girl Siri. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that was my first, and I, and I loved it. Yeah, I it was good. It, was, it really was good. For what it was, it was a little weird. It was different, but yeah. it was good. And I and I hear that a lot now. And I'm like, well, I haven't watched it since I was a kid. I just remember enjoying it then. Mm-hmm. And then you, as a Transformers fan, do you still enjoy seeing these movies? I know they get a lot of hate, but they made a million sequels so, and they're making tons so of money. The movies, they're still going. People yeah, must still like making them. another one. The movies, I enjoy. Yep. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I gotta go see it. But the thing that keeps drawing me back is the fact that Peter Cullen, the original voice for Optimus, is still doing the voice for Optimus. Optimus. So now, it's always been him. We did have Hugo Weaving for the first one for Megatron. He didn't come back, but we had Frank Welker that did the voice did for the Megatron voice for the in the yeah. t- cartoon series come back for Megatron. But he's Love doing it the Frank same Walker. way Hugo Weaving did, so it doesn't sound really the same. Yeah. Which I'm okay with that. As long as I have Optimus' voice, the thing that bugged me about all the other re- iterations is it wasn't, it didn't sound like Optimus to me because uh. I'm used to Peter Cullen doing the voice. Now, the thing that bugs me the most is, well, Optimus is not the same type of truck. The fact that they look super alien, they don't even look like my the cartoons I grew up with. No. I still deal with it. It's okay. I understand what they're trying to go for. I enjoy them, but in the end, I love my cartoons. I mm. love going back to those. Uh, the video games have done a great job. Uh, the one they recently put out, Transformers Devastation, they all have that old 80s Generation 1 look. Love the game just because of that. Mm. I, they could have repeated the Michael Bay story for all they wanted, and I would have been okay with it. The other thing that bugs me about Optimus is you know, Optimus has that face shield. But in this movie, it comes away and you see his mouth. Drives me nuts. Just drives me nuts. Does he look like a monkey to anyone else? He does. Else when he does. He does. When that yeah. 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 Because he has a. I'm going to focus on that next time. Because he doesn't really have but, much of a nose. Because to me, too, the first two Transformers movie, I am completely still obsessed mm-hmm. with. I thought they were great movies. I was like, they this were is good awesome. Movies. I enjoyed them. The third one, I was all like, all right, it's starting to slip a little bit, but mm-hmm. I still like seeing the Transformers. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Fourth one, I fell asleep during, and I still have never finished it, sadly. Yeah. Even though they finally introduced the dinosaur Transformers, which I thought would look still cool. Still never no, seen it. Horrible. I, yeah. I was like, and, and now they're obviously continuing with that story. The fifth one, when the trailer came out for that, again, showing me how powerful songs are. Whatever song they chose for that trailer, I'm like, I'm excited for this movie, even though I didn't really care for the fourth one. 
or Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, look at the animated movie. So the animated movie came out 30 years ago. It's crazy. They introduced a whole new slew of characters. Yeah. Um, but even then, the songs that were put in that movie are still, I mean, they still resonate with all Transformers fans. The Touch, Dare, I mean, all those. You, the second you hear those few, first few chords, you're like, oh, that's from Transformers yep. animated movie. They don't even need to hear the words. I still have it on my iPod. Every digital player I have, I have that song on there. I, I mean, my iPad, it's queued up all the time. It's one of the, um, I have it as a motivational song. It's great. Um, and again, sorry, when, so, <laughs> to me, too, whenever I hear those three Linkin Park songs, I'll always yeah. connect them to yeah. Transformers. Well, so yeah. like, they were so perfect with those movies. Like, mm-hmm. it just, I, I feel like when they wrote it, they're like making it with Transformers mm-hmm. in mind. Because I'm like, this is so perfect. But every time you'd hear it, I'd just be like, ah. But as moved. much as Michael Bay has, has kind of warped my childhood. It's still enjoyable. Uh, and for giant alien robot showing up, I enjoy the movie. I you know, when I'm, when I'm watching, I'm I'm watching and I'm in, I'm focusing. It's still as good now as it was then. Could it be better? Of course, my opinion is yes. Uh, his opinion his opinion would be no. It's spot on. But obviously there's a big enough fan base that loves it cuz they're still making more and I'm going to see the new one because I'm from what I've seen in the trailer, it looks like they're going to go with the alternate time uh, storyline where Unicron resurrects a dead Optimus Prime and sends him to Earth. And that's why he keeps going after to kill Bumblebee and saying, I'm sorry, because he's being controlled by Unicron. And I think that's what that weird planet floaty island thing is we see is it's Unicron. They're introducing Hot Rod, which we saw in the animated movie, which eventually got the Matrix of Leadership and became Rodimus. So, will we see the final death of Optimus and that leadership handed over to Hot Rod eventually becoming Rodimus? That would be kind of cool. I don't know. I don't know why else they would introduce Hot Rod unless they were planning on doing something like that, especially when we have Unicron. I don't want Optimus uh, to die. And it's weird to, oh, and he's died in almost every movie. <laughs> Same with Megatron. I just, yeah. I don't know. So that's what's weird too. So that's the about, other like, thing that does bug me about these movies. It's like it seems like Optimus is dying yeah. all the time, and so is Megatron. Well, it seems like every single Transformer is and, dying. And and the last movie Not did. Yeah. The last movie did lose me with the weird digitizing robots that went from car mode to digital digitized pixels into robot. That's and, like no. And, and it, it was sad because that was the first one that I'm like, no, nah, this is crap. Like, because a lot of people like, was, I hate Transformers. It was and good I'm like, up no, until it's that really point. good. And then you have this fourth one. I'm like, yeah. So we'll hope for the fifth one, and then they have plans for the sixth and seventh one. Oh yeah, already. no, they have plans for. And like then a eight. Bumblebee spinoff, I uh-huh. think, as yep. well. Yep. See, he can't so, die. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he can still die. So, I don't know. So, he just gets rebuilt. He's a robot. Yeah, I know. This was like, how do you kill him? They're just, they're, mm. I don't know. That's why they dumped him into the trench. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit, I loved the first Transformers. Still Perfect. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a good one. Right. But even in the second one, you're immediately like, nope, done, over with. Okay, the second one, the only problem I had is Devastator. Just And the dangly like, bits. Yeah. I could have done without the dangly bits. Well, it's not just the dangly bits that And got the fact to me. that Devastator didn't look anything like Devastator. The thing that got to me in that movie was just, okay, we have a plot point. We have to save the world from... Oh, a new plot point. Oh, we have a new plot point. Oh, a new plot point. Well, you and know why. 
just constantly. There was a writer's strike at that time, and Michael Bay was doing it all. Yeah, oh, the writer's so, strike. That yeah, so, so many he was making things. stuff up all the time. So I think he literally was that dog that's out there trying to find the bone and <laughs> squirrel, <laughs> squirrel. I mean, it's like, new idea, new idea, new idea. Let's just throw it in. Yep. Yeah. But anyways, all right, we're out of time. Oh, I'm going to mention Heroes yes. because Heroes Season 1 was amazing, and then the writer's strike came and killed it. And that's yeah. It. No, I agree. First season was awesome, and then it just uh, it flaked out. Uh, just watch the first season. And then the, call it good. that hero returns. Heroes Reborn. I'm also reborn throwing in SG-1, one. which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Love Stargate We'll SG-1. have to talk about more next time. So with that said, let us know what your fandoms are, what you enjoy. Uh, hit us on Facebook with that, with that uh, when we release the show as well as, or you can always email us at info at dungeoncollegeradio.com. With that said, we're out of here. It's Morphin' Time. Game time. <laughs>